0: Nashville I'm Bucky juice box and if you haven't figured out by now and the sound that kind of introduced this episode we are full-fledged on into our October series and we had some fun tonight.
1: How many people do you think just turned it off instantly as soon as they heard that first, like, five seconds of just random chaotic noise? No,
0: that was not me going through McKamey Manor, as you might have noticed on one of our previous podcasts. But tonight, Juicebox and I decided to grab some people, take it to a haunted house, and see what they were like during a pandemic. Now, before we get into the episode, I have to say... We couldn't have done it alone. I mean, it would have been kind of a date, you know, just two of us going to a haunted house. That's not... Yeah, that's a little weird. It's kind of weird. So what we had to do is we grabbed some friends from here in Madison, Tennessee and East Nashville, and we decided to get together and go to a haunted house. Before we get into the episode, let's go ahead and introduce them. Some may remember... This guy from a former podcast episode uh, that we did on wrestling. It was uh, last year.
1: Yeah, episode,
0: insert episode number here. (laughs) (laughs) And he is also formerly known as the famous fact checker Charlie on Raising Nashville Podcast, the guy who called us out on everything we got wrong each week.
1: Which... By the way, let me jump in real quick. You have not sent us anything in a long time. So does that mean we've been getting everything right? Or you just stopped listening to the podcast?
2: You guys are killing it. It's a, Facts are optional. So I think
0: you guys are doing just fine. <laughs> so oh, welcome God. back to the podcast, Fact Checker Charlie. Thank you for going to the haunted house tonight. But that is not it. Wait, we have more. We have a rookie to the podcast podcast. Long-time friend and new dad, so he qualifies for being on the show and coming with us to the haunted house tonight. Brandon, welcome to our podcast.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had fun as a uh, as a quad. Would you call it a quad? Is that a quad? A quartet? A quartet. Quartet visiting haunted houses tonight. A haunted... Actually, let me rephrase. A haunted house.
1: Yeah, we only did one because... I don't know. Still, like, with the pandemic and COVID still spreading around and, you know, the entire Tennessee Titans team has it. Just kidding. but It's know, sketchy. Like our president miraculously got over it. There's weird shit going on right now. So, yeah, this is the only one we ventured out to. And I was a little nervous at first. But I have to say, let's just jump into it. Right off the bat, they've got, like, giant signs put on masks. And I didn't see anybody not wearing a mask.
0: True. It was. It, it felt safe from when we showed up, and even the people who were ushering us into our parking spot. You know, right. they were wearing masks. Again, if you guys have listened to us in the past, last year during October, we did a huge episode where we, you know, ranked, visited, rated haunted houses in Nashville, um, and we settled on one last year, and it was Beast House.
1: Yeah, so we decided to go back instead of trying to venture out to different counties or different ones.
0: Sure, time. why not? Why not go back to the one who wowed us last year, invite some friends along, and let's do this. Hold on.
1: I think before we like really start to jump into Beast House, I think we need to talk to Fact Checker and um, Brandon. Brandon. I want to know how long it's been since you guys have been to a haunted house. Because we go every single year, like more or less. I didn't go the year that Barrett was born. I think I had to skip that year. But like I've been, you know, the past five or six years.
0: And if you've been listening to this podcast, you understand this is a passion of ours. So what we want to know is how do you guys qualify to uh, or qualify to come along with us tonight? The last haunted house I went to was easily over 20 years ago. (laughs)
2: Easily. So if you need to know an age range, I was definitely in high school. So I'm 20 years out of high school, but yes, easily 20 years ago. Wow. Never as an adult. Never as an adult. Not because I'm scared. I think more or less, I I just, you know, which we'll get into later. The last experience I had at one was one of those. I, I probably just maybe need to skip out on the haunted houses. So.
0: No. I, could, I could tell right off the bat that you hadn't been to a haunted house in a while when we were less than five minutes into it and you said, I just peed a little. I did.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting because last year, less than five minutes into it, the people in front of us had to be escorted out because the chick freaked out so much. Someone touched her leg and she like lost it and they took her out the like side exit.
0: So Beast House is still killing it. <laughs> but Alright, so when you say 20 years ago, tell me a little bit, fact checker Charlie, about how that experience was for you or what you remember about that.
2: I remember them being just very similar to what... It was tonight, but obviously was a little younger, and I hate to say kind of back in my day, but it was definitely more. um, I feel like you could probably get away with more stuff that you could 20 years. You know, there's no Twitter, and if there was an incident where something happened 20 years ago, you know, you've heard about it. And if let's be honest, if something crazy happened at a haunted house and you were like, oh, well, some person here, and they had a heart attack or they did something, all it did was just add to the haunted house's, like, lore. So
0: (laughs) right. And, Brandon, I understand that you have a long history with haunted houses as well. First, I, first, yeah. when's the last time you've been to one?
3: Well, you know, honestly, it was the, the one that I actually directed in <laughs> 2005 or 6, somewhere in there.
0: Where Now, you've got to tell everybody. I mean, I so what? Yeah, you yeah, directed yeah. a haunted house?
3: So, first of all, it was not... That was not the original position. Okay. I, I was a carpenter's assistant. And so we were in charge of building the haunted house. Sure. And a lot of crooked-ass walls. But at any rate, so we had to build this and like put this stuff into place. And then there was a need for a director, so I stepped up and I said, Hey, you know, I'd love to do it and it gave me the job i had 235 live actors so what does the director do in that position then refuel the chainsaws
1: <laughs> that's you, what the director does yeah and Jump sometimes out the fumes this...
3: sometimes the fumes man you know you start hallucinating but no it's uh have
1: you been doing some uh chainsaw refueling tonight yeah yeah i did a little bit <laughs> earlier
0: uh I'm, I'm so dumbfounded about this, like, directing. Like, do you, you walk through the haunted house at certain times throughout the night, and you're you like, do, hey, you, you didn't jump me. out at that queue.
3: Yes. So you have to check on the folks and say, you know, are you doing your job? Are you, like, texting your boyfriend while you're, you know, <laughs> you're behind te- this wall? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
2: right.
0: So, You yeah. didn't scare me, like, start again. Yeah. are, you, are How many scares are you getting? Well, that I mean that's that's awesome, and and that obviously qualifies for going out with us tonight. I had no idea that you directed a haunted house. I mean that that's incredible.
1: Fucking crazy part of my resume. What can I say? There so. you go. <laughs> when you were walking through this, were you just like judging everything that was going on? Were you judging everybody oh, yeah. everybody's performance or what? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you have to
3: really see if people are interacting with the guests in a way that's you know. To the protocol that is set out, but also they're scaring the shit out of people. Let's be honest here.
0: I go through haunted houses to get scared and like not know what's next. I mean, right. obviously we all have jobs where we probably analyze things that are similar to our jobs when they're in those situations. I couldn't imagine having to, like analyzing a haunted house. See- like
1: i feel like i've been to enough haunted houses now to where i can analyze it like i almost know where the scare is either coming from or at least where it should be because there's like a general misdirection that happens like within the whole thing you know it's like one of those animatronic things like that whole just for example like tonight when the giant rat pops out like that's the perfect opportunity for there being an actor there, just like bam hitting you with the scare right right on the other side of that and they were Missing that. If
0: I'm not mistaken, you still jumped at that rat.
1: I didn't because I knew it was coming. I saw it. Uh, I saw you jump quite a few times. I'm not. I'm not debating that. All right. So, <laughs> uh, anyway,
0: now that we have fact checker Charlie and Brandon along with us on today's podcast, let's go ahead and name this thing. We're just going to call it a haunted house during a pandemic because we want to cover a lot of that because we know a lot of people out there are interested in. Is it safe? Are you yeah. okay going to a haunted house? And we've done it firsthand. And some of us in this room are very COVID conscious, and we can say, I can I, at least I can personally say that it was safe enough for me.
1: I also want to say, can we subtitle this episode? Was this a good idea?
0: <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so there's a couple of suggestions we can you know, obviously make. And I'm going to say one of them is to purchase your tickets in advance. We showed up to the Beast House tonight thinking it would be just like last year where nobody had known about the place. It wasn't popular. There wasn't anybody there when we showed up last year. And it was raining just a night just like tonight. And we show up. There's a huge line. So immediately we get the idea. How about we just purchase tickets on our phone because there's this whole like section where there was nobody in line right. and we got smart. We figured it out. We got right in past that line. Yeah. And let's go ahead and get this on the table. If you're ever at a haunted house, I don't care if it's this year or any year, I don't care if it's raining or perfect weather outside. If there's an option to skip the line, to buy VIP, to do anything better than general admission, yeah, do it.
1: Yeah. If, as long as it's not just like double the price or something.
0: Yeah. Th- tonight, it was $25 to get into the Beast House. It was $33 to get VIP Skip the Line.
1: And we skipped the line that was probably an, easily an hour and a half long. Easily. Easily. Like, it was
0: $8 difference. Yeah. It blows Man. me away. And we've, Juicebox and I have done this for quite a number of years. And. Every single year, we are just dumbfounded by the people who just want to pay general admission, whether it be 15, 20, 25 bucks, or you could pay potentially $10 more. We
1: get in immediately every year. Let me counter argue that real quick. Okay. I think a lot of people that do that are like younger kids that are just like trying to go and hang out, or maybe people that are just like trying to hang out with their friends or something, like younger. It, it's all like younger people that aren't trying to skip the line. They're down for just hanging out all night with their friends in line. You know so what I w- Like <sighs> that's their social experience because maybe they don't have like an apartment to go back to. Or they don't have a basement with arcade games to go back and <laughs> drink. At, They're not you know? old They're enough like, to drink. Yeah, exactly. Like that's their experience.
0: So, so their parents are dropping them off at a haunted house and well, coming to pick may- them up. Maybe later. not
1: even their parents. You know, it's like when you were sixteen, you did shit. You have to like, you have to. Peel back the onion layer of your brain for a second here and remember when you were a 16-year-old and the stuff that you... So now I'm just an angry
0: old man who doesn't want to wait in line for anything. Like, I I hate traffic and waiting in haunted house lines. I'm
1: there with you. I'm just saying that's the people that were waiting in line. It wasn't people like us that were waiting in line. It was people that were like... Under twenty, you know, under twenty, probably. I don't know why I'm like defending kids because like they are not our demographic of this podcast, not at all. (laughs) So let's back to my
0: point. If you have the opportunity to buy it, it is it is probably one of the most worth it things on the planet to me. If you like haunted houses, yeah.
1: If you like anything. I mean, maybe not music festival VIP, because I feel like sometimes that's a rip-off. Mm-hmm. But most situations, if you can buy a VIP Skip the Line, fucking skip the line. Yeah, it's like
0: being at Disney to me. I love haunted houses every single year. If I go to Disney, I'm buying Skip the Line because I spend all that money anyways, right? So, you might as well enjoy as much as you can all day without the hassle of like standing a line. Agree. <laughs> Couldn't agree... Like especially for like we said, eight
2: dollars, there are people there we're we left you know a little over an hour ago, and there are people there that are definitely still in that line absolutely. still standing <laughs> in the rain absolutely and man, if you got eight more bones and you can do it, do it, but I mean, I know, like we said too, that's definitely not our the demographic. there's definitely <laughs> sixteen year olds that are there and are for without like mom gave me twenty five bucks that's what I got. And that's what I that's all I have. So, I understand both sides of it, but definitely pay the money if you can.
1: Since Bucky and I have been there before, like we kind of knew what to expect. They had stepped it up a little bit like on the exterior this year, but what is your guys first impressions? Like walking up to Beast House, like tell tell us your first impressions. As you're walking up, what do you think you're getting into? Because you guys haven't been to a haunted house in 20 and 15 years or 14 years or something. 35 right so. years yeah. combined. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you.
2: My first impression was, okay, I'm, I've, you guys have invited me before, and I'm very much like, eh, you know, I'm good. Like, it's not my thing. But walking up there immediately... As soon as I got in the parking lot and walked up, my heart rate definitely went up, definitely started sweating and was like, okay, like, what's the worst case scenario here? Okay.
0: You um, get COVID. Th- well, yes. <laughs> we we'll,
2: we'll find that out, you know, three days from now. But I would think for the most part what my anxiety and everything that just went up and I knew for a fact, it's like, okay, someone's going to come out and grab you. Someone's going to come out and do something that's going to make you freak out. And I'm, I myself, the way I get anxiety in there is I am six foot four. So it usually half the time it involves a lot of ducking down, a lot of, okay, I'm way too big for this. Like, I'm going to hit my head on something. I'm not worried about someone scaring me. I'm worried about someone scaring me to the point where I jump and then I knock down a whole set. Or like <laughs> injure, <laughs> injure yourself. Like, exactly. So, yeah. And then, yes. And uh, my wife would be like, you twisted your ankle at a haunted house because you jumped through a set when someone you knew was probably gonna jump out and scare you.
0: So speaking of like your immediate heart reaction, cue shovel guy because that is, obviously every haunted house has those people out in the parking lot or the people that when you're waiting in line they try to scare you jump scare you stuff like that you yeah. see them coming or just
1: like stalk you
0: yeah just stalk you just you know they're annoying uh to me <laughs> but to a like young girl so I they make them scream this this beast house has shovel guy like he has like this i don't know uh a bent,
1: a bent- like, snow shovel. Yeah, that's it. Like a
0: metal show snow shovel. He's dragging across the ground, just smacking against any wall he can find. And that was it. But I thought it was effective. People were freaking out. Yeah, I saw people running. There were people running from him.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, last year when we went, I feel like we we went on a night kind of like tonight. It was a night much like but it was raining all night long, just like tonight. And uh, we went at like ten or ten fifteen or something like that, like kind of close to close. So that's why there was hardly anybody there. I think when we went. So tonight we went a little bit earlier, and there was a lot more people there, and a lot of young kids. And there was fucking kids getting scared, man. These kids is caught probably on. like you know teenagers. A lot of something. teenage screams. Definitely. When I was walking up, I first saw Shovel Guy like, out of my peripheral, and I thought it was seriously somebody that was just cleaning up like, shit. <laughs> the trash. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's just like scooping up some trash.
0: Keeping it extra clean for COVID. All right, Brandon, so what was your first, I don't know, initial impression as soon as we walked in the house? You obviously hear, I think this is one of the best things that Beast House does. They did it last year, and not a lot of people get this, but that whole saw theme through the whole house, the music. To oh, yeah. me, the haunted house is made by the fact that there is music consistently through the entire thing. And that saw build-up theme music that they were playing always gets me. But what was your first impression of the house?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think, you know, that was a similar impression, like listening to like them set the tone for yeah. what it's gonna be. And you know, the music says the tone and then, you know, obviously like the strobe lights and everything when you're going in. But I for me it was just like getting your fucking leg grabbed <laughs> Yes. Is the scariest thing yes. that happened to me in this in this fucking I twisted counted, ass maze.
0: I counted six leg grabs this time. This See, time around. Charlie? How many uh, leg grabs you get? Well, I was
2: directly behind Bucky here. So I think I may have got, for each time he got leg grabbed, I would say there's easily ten in there. So mine are probably four. So he probably got six, and I probably got four. But it, that's just the whole thing. You know it's coming. Like, you know it's coming. And you're yeah. still just like, oh, which one is that? And I'm just walking around, so I'm looking at the ground, seeing where possibly a leg grab could be. And then that time, the animatronic... Uh, you know, ring girl comes out and comes six <laughs> inches away from my face. Exactly. And I was like, well, that got me there. Like, you know, so yeah, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> definitely the leg grabs are what gets you the most. And again, that goes back to, I'm going to get a leg grab and I'm going to trip and fall and I'm going to go through one of these plywood walls and it's just, it's not going to be good.
0: <laughs> so you're just nervous the entire time about wrecking a haunted house. Like they are plywood walls. Yes. I'm also nervous that, I don't know. I'm just
2: the type of person that's like, be a normal patron of this haunted house and don't do something to where they're going to be like, well, this one giant guy came through and like he got scared and he knocked over a wall and they had to shut down the whole thing and be like, great, like good job, Charlie. Like you can't even <laughs> normally go through a haunted house like a normal person.
0: So let's talk about. I uh,
1: wish that did happen. <laughs> uh,
0: so let's talk about the fact that all the actors were wearing masks. Like when you're, when you go to a haunted house during COVID 19 and the pandemic we're currently in, uh, first of all, back in the spring, I didn't think we would ever see this day to where we could walk through these houses, and now you walk through there, and the scary people are wearing masks, which to me intensify the scariness like they they've still got the makeup on from the you know from the top
1: of their face,
0: yeah, they're wearing masks or yelling at you through masks, like you don't know where it's coming from,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, it didn't take any way anything away from the scares for me. Like, Not at it, all. But uh, I did want to touch on that real quick because they do have a notice like right before you walk into the haunted house. It says, this has been a tough year for everyone, and we want you to love our experience here tonight. Our goal is to give you the best and safest experience possible. As always, this includes our monsters being highly interactive to give you the scariest show around, which they were. Yes. Our monsters are temperature screen. They call them monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Our monsters are temperature screen. Use sanitizer and will not approach your face. Unlike last year when the dude tickled your beard, he did tickle my oh. beard. <laughs> Some will continue to crawl, scare, or attack you, or bat. Yeah, bat from below. Thank you for celebrating Halloween safely with us if they consider
0: batting yeah. grabbing a leg I think that's what it is yeah. yeah they're using that wrong that's a, a bat to me is a touch on the leg not well, a full grab see I guess
1: I never really got a full grab I always got like the kind of uh you know hand hand slightly grabbing mm-hmm. I don't know I got I was I got, in the
3: back I think I was getting some pretty good grabs because they just felt like I didn't you know get the scare in the beginning so they're just gonna gonna get me yeah and the the grabs that i did got was a full grab
2: and it was on the back of the leg and i could tell it was like all right if they grab you on the front of the leg like we said there's a decent shot you're gonna trip (laughs) and fall but it was when you walk through and it was like right on the back of the calf which to me is like kind of worse because you're like oh i made it yeah well you're like i made it through like That that guy didn't. And then when it comes on the back, you're like, oh, no, I didn't. You got to run uh, faster. Got you even better or even worse.
0: All right. So let's talk about what we touched on a little bit earlier in the podcast is the uh, wind or the, I hate to make this sound bite, but the when you're walking through a haunted house and you like step on a cue or you pass a sensor and all of a sudden this wind and this loud sound hits you, to me... I think, yes, it'll jump scare you, but I think it should be eliminated from haunted houses because really? I think you need to get more creative than that. I think that's been a... It's a timely thing in the past. It's been going on forever. It's annoying. It's is loud a, a in your ear. It's decibel level. It's yes. really a problem.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying, man, but it also helps with the distraction, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear, like you know when it's coming, and you still like get scared like you still get the jump scare there could be someone six inches in front of you
0: and that person got hit with that air and you know you're right you're you know it's coming and it comes and you still jump did the air so it's like a pocket of air
2: that gets you the thing when we went through i guess it was probably maybe a quarter of the way through or maybe even halfway through but the actual, it sounds like to me, when you were a kid and you went to the fireworks store and you got the little snap pops,
1: it oh, sounds like
2: 30 of them going off <laughs> right around <Yes>. your head. <laughs> and you were like, okay, like, yes, it's going to be loud. You're going to get noises. but And you, it's still the same thing. You can hear someone being scared, like, you know, 15 feet in front of you who walked through it. You're still, you're just waiting for it. And it's still just, obviously, I'm a little nervous, nelly about it, but it would, it would definitely get me
1: every time. I mean, that part is all about the disorientation. Like, those flashing lights and that loud noise, and then that dude with the white mask, like, jumped out of the wall at you. Like, that whole thing is just, like, it's all about that. Best
0: part of the show. I I agree. I I think. Hands down, best part of the show. And you were in front, and there was the snap pops and the strobe lights, and then it went pitch black dark, and that guy just went back into his hole right then. I mean, I know Juicebox. uh, We talked about this. It wasn't... As good of a time as last year,
1: so yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it wasn't as good because it was still as good. It was still good. I feel like it was just different because it doesn't feel like there was as many actors this year. Sure, and I, you know, they were doing a amazing job at social distancing everybody like going through there because that's generally the problem with going to a haunted house is it just becomes like the line. right Right. through the haunted house so like you see the jump scare coming you know five groups ahead of you you know like you already know what's coming up so they do a good job on that i agree with that because
0: we have looked up haunted houses during this season and for example nashville nightmare which we have not attended there's still chance we could do that uh, and a lot of other haunted houses require you to buy tickets ahead of time online and set up for times, right? So, yeah, I think, uh, honestly, and you guys in this room can agree with me or you can disagree with me, is this is the year to go to a haunted house. And here's why. Because, again, like Juicebox just touched on, there is no line ride this year. There's no... You're somebody bumping into the back of you because there are girls that are scared and are running through the haunted house, or some people, you know, in front of you that are hesitant to continue to go, so you run into them. This is a socially distanced thing. And even like a Nashville nightmare or other haunted houses that we've, you know, uh, been to in the past or uh, that are available right now, you can pick your time and your own personal group. So you can go in with two people in the past. You would have to go in with people you didn't know because they have to put in eight to 10 people at a time. Right. But now you can go in with just you and your significant other or your friend. And that makes it more intense. And I think there's an option somewhere like you could probably go in by yourself. And that, that is the ultimate haunted house goal for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we've talked about that before. It goes back to McKayme Manor, like that's that, that's one of those things, right? It's interesting to think about going through that as just a couple, mm-hmm. right? Brandon and Charlie. We should have just sent you guys through as a couple. <laughs> that would not have been good. I would. Brandon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you,
2: had,
3: you basically did. I think Bucky at some point was like, "Where's Brandon?" And I was like, "I'm back here.
0: I'm still here." I thought we had lost him. I thought he became part of the show.
1: But honestly, I about it. oh shit, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, "It's cool. I've been a director. I'm just melding into the thing." I thought about getting a couple scares while I was there. But I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. Before we get into
0: our like our re- personal reviews of Beast House Nashville, we have I would be remiss to say. That we didn't opt in this year to the money back haunt, and I want to make sure make sure that everybody, especially our listenership, understand that we went through the haunted house. But there are also a couple of other things you can do, including jumping off the roof and uh, right, the beast drop. The beast drop, and then an go- extra ten dollars. Yes, and then going into their basement. And doing three things, it was like eating something or doing something. I don't know. We did it last year and it was awesome, but we opted out this year.
1: Yeah, we we only saw the final stage, which was just like chugging a big jug of something white and chunky. It was disgusting. But
0: this year we did not do that. We want to say for Beast House fans out there or anybody who's looking to visit the Beast House that, uh, one, it's COVID safe. We all approve
1: on that a little
0: bit. I mean, that's
1: close enough. I mean, as as much as it can be, you know what I'm saying, like everybody was doing a fairly good job social distancing outside as much as you can being online. But, like you said, buy the tickets beforehand, you jump past all that. Um, but inside, they are definitely controlling the flow, so you don't really have to worry about it. Everybody's wearing a mask.
0: Yeah. And two, there are other things that you can do there. Again, jump off a roof, eat something, like put a spider in your mouth. I don't know. I don't. It's We didn't do it. We opted out. Buy opt a
1: trucker hat that says Beast House. You could do that too.
0: Um, Fear so, Factor of Madison.
1: <laughs> it, it's kind of like
0: Fear Factor. I agree. So at this time, we, what we want to do is go around the room and kind of give our review this year. Uh, we, we've covered it. We think that haunted houses are safe enough, right? In the past... You might be concerned about it, but they're all wearing masks. I mean, they've always they've always been wearing masks. I mean,
1: they've definitely toned it down.
0: Yeah. So you wear your mask. We're all kind of safe together. Um, this is probably the only one in Middle Tennessee or Nashville that touches you, and we wanted to go
1: full on. We wanted to see what the <laughs> most intense one was. I, I had kind of think that outside of Davidson County, there's probably people touching other people. Potentially, yeah,
0: because they haven't been wearing masks for a long time. Yeah, that's why they're having <laughs> outbreaks. All right, let's start with Brandon. Give sure. us your review. What do you think about Beast House?
3: So, I thought it was killer. I haven't been to one, you know, in 15 years, but I thought that uh, it was really... Uh, you know, they did a good job like staging it and lighting it because it has to be really dark, but you still have to get the details as you go through, otherwise, sure. you know, all this all this work that's been done on it, it's kinda of wasted. So I think the lighting and yeah, I mean definitely the pneumatics they do distract you, that's what they're for. You know, the the air blasts. And but yeah, just getting getting touched, um, on my uh ankles <laughs> my cankles if you will
1: so would you recommend for people to go i
3: would definitely recommend people go to the beast
1: house just beast it up so on a scale of like kid rock to 10 and kid rock kid rock is one on the scale just to be clear kid rock big donkey tonk to 10 how safe would you declare beast house
3: i think we're at a solid seven
0: Okay.
1: Seven. All right.
0: And I have a Kid Rock tattoo on my back. What relevance has that? I don't know. On your lower back? (laughs) That's how bad it is.
2: (laughs) That's scary enough.
0: All right. Fact Checker Charlie, what was your experience with the Beast House this year?
2: Fact Checker Charlie gives the Beast House two severed thumbs up.
0: To
1: who? All right, we got a reviewer here. This is a different scale that we were talking about. So (laughs) on the scale of
2: (laughs) on the scale of the donkey tonk to ten, I personally think that it's you are wearing your mask. No one is going to come in contact with your face Um, for the most part. I think he said seven. I would go a little higher, maybe eight or nine. I think it's as safe as you could possibly have a haunted house, and they did a good. you know it let's be honest them putting up all the signs that say hey we're gonna make this as safe as possible we know everything Th- to me that's a little reassuring now does that go against the actual theme of a haunted house well we're in a different time We're in a pandemic so right it made me as someone who hasn't been to a haunted house in 20 years made me feel safe and i think that if anybody so i haven't been in 20 years and i'm not I love Halloween, but I'm not as big as like into the horror movie genre as I know both you guys are, or probably all of y'all are. Sure. But how I think of how a haunted house should be, I I loved it, and I would definitely recommend anybody going. It's safe. Um, the guys, the, the the level of production that they put behind it to me is definitely worth it. So I enjoyed it immensely. I sweated through my shirt. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't trip and fall I, the whole time walking through. I don't know like in a haunted house, like I felt like uh, Ricky Bobby. I'm like, where am I supposed to put my hands? Dude. So the whole time like it's almost like I had like an old timey boxer's stance and just had my <laughs> hands up. and I know they're probably thinking like, this guy's ready to punch somebody. And It's like <laughs> right. no, I'm just in a, like a, like a dog's position like just ready to pounce. like I don't know what's going to happen. so the whole time, yes, but as far as safe and everything like that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I felt like walking in the front. I was like had my hands up a lot of the times too. I didn't have them in fists. I tried to have them in a uh, unintimidating, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what kind of stance? Glass is. Joe but, bad boxer yeah, stance. Yeah, like hey, I'm just trying to balance myself because I know you're gonna jump scare me. I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. I don't think it was as good last year, but at the same time, like how can I fault that? Because it's a different world. Sure. So like, thank God that they were even open. Um, I mean, I don't have any other haunted houses to compare it to this year, so I don't know. I think they did did a nine or ten on the uh, Kid Rock to ten. Ten? You're giving it a ten? I mean, what else could they have done? Like, no, like, I'm giving them a ten on the cleanliness scale. Okay. I'm giving them, like, a six on the overall. Hundred house this year.
0: Overall six, all right. So you're taking kind of Brandon's side. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this for a minute because I love the enthusiasm that Charlie has on this podcast. I missed this. And you know, like again, most people haven't been to a concert since February. Most people haven't been to a sporting event all year. Like it's right this is like one of the first things that you actually get out and get to do yeah. if you're willing to do it, is to go to 100, an interactive experience, right? And I, to me, I was just giddy the whole time. I had my, my hands in fists, but not in front of me like you guys. I was like so pumped because as most of you know and have listened to this podcast, I enjoy jump scares more than anything in life. And everybody who made me jump, after it, I said yes, really loud because... I wanted them to know that they did a good job. I, I,
2: <laughs> as, so as someone who's known Bucky for a long time, I will say this. When we first got in there, he was just as excited as if Pac-Man Jones scored a touchdown. Like he was very excited. Like, yes, so I can totally agree with you how – I guarantee you, we just need some type of normality. Let's be honest, the world right now is a friggin' haunted house. So you just need some type of normality to something, to that. And you going in front of me, honestly, just that, it's like, it's going to be good. Like, this is going to be fun. I'm so excited I came.
0: I was pumped. I I thought they did a good job. I honestly thought the interior of the house was much better than last year. I thought when you started out, you went across that weird bridge thing. And then they circled through the house a lot better than they did last year. Although the st- the fog wasn't there when you exited the house, I thought they right. they executed the house better. No, I thought
1: I agree. I think it was a very similar execution to last year. Some of the rooms were different, but it, it was st- the whole setup was very similar to last year. I just I just felt like um, they had less actors. They like, they there, did there have less pe- actors. There was less people jumping out at you, and less people grabbing you, and less people like. I agree with that. And and that makes sense. You know, they have to scale back because they probably had no idea of like how many people are going to come, but God damn it. They were fucking, there was a decent amount of people there tonight.
0: Absolutely. There was a lot of people there. And to, to give my final ranking, I mean, because I haven't been able to do this this year with anything, I'm going beast house. You guys, nine, nine out of 10. Let's, let's do it again. And I, I would go back there right now if I could, Man, we went to a haunted house tonight. We want to talk about something that's a little bit scarier than that that we found out on the way to the haunted house. <laughs> yeah. It turns out there were haunted houses back in the day that were beyond
1: anything that anybody can conceive right now. Well... I don't think it's beyond anything that anybody can see. It was just a different type of haunted house, right? Might, like might for that have been. Time or yeah, so,
0: so when we were on our way to the haunted house, uh, fact checker Charlie was telling the story about this haunted house that he went to when he was a kid. And we wanted to, you know, enlighten our listenership on something like that. All right. So growing up, you know,
2: predominantly. I, I shouldn't really say the religion because people think you're poo-pooing on whatever religion, but we would go to what was called a hell house. Now, the hell house is based around the rapture. Jesus comes back. If you're saved, you're, he's taken you, all of us, to heaven. And if you're left here, then it's
1: you know pretty much hell on earth. Hold on. Hold on. You go to hell house. This is based around Halloween or this is something different? Every year, going into Halloween.
0: If you're from the south, and Juicebox, I know you're not from this far south, but I guess if not. you were raised in a religious environment, particularly Southern Baptist, you were uh, kind of forced to do this every year. Or not forced, but they made it sound like it was exciting, like it was a haunted house, like you're going to Horror High or like Monster Mountain, but they said it's Hell House, and you're going to come here. Not so great, right?
1: Um, they trick you into it a little bit. Just a reminder of listenership. I was raised in a doomsday cult that thought that every holiday was going to send you to hell. Or something Why do like I that. forget so, that every? So, we talk so, about I, this. so I missed out on a lot of the Hell House uh, Baptist God uh, I was
3: uh, I was also raised in a cult. It's called Catholicism. <laughs> Oof.
2: So, t- so, so,
0: Charlie, tell us about a hell house, because I'm very familiar with these things. Okay.
2: So, hell house, you would go with your church, you know, the youth director, pack up the van, get 10, you know, 8, or 10, 8, whatever, however many kids, put them in the van, you take them to the hell house. And it this already sounds bad.
1: <laughs> is it 10 or 8? Come on.
2: I just, no, I almost said, like, kind of the age range is from, like... Kids, middle school-wise, like 8th grade, 10 8th graders. Are there windows in this van? (laughs) There are windows in this van. So you go, and you walk in, and it's very much like, you know, it starts off, and it's it's not a haunted house in the traditional sense because what you're looking at is just a play. And you're walking through this house, and the play has the same characters, and each room is different, and you go through it, and it starts out with – Kids that are your age, and then it's oh, like Debbie and Johnny are going out, but uh, they shouldn't be doing this before they haven't been saved or they haven't been this, and they should
0: then shouldn't be smoking cigarettes it, behind the school
2: exactly. And there's always like one bad kid, and he doesn't care, and you know, he's gonna do what he wants, and he's influencing other kids, but then there's two or three kids in the group that are like the good kids, and they do everything right, and then hold there's up, always hold up, hold up.
1: <laughs> is it about smoking or it's about the bible it's about like it's about sinning overall okay so there's one kid that's just sinning yes so think of so that's the role
0: model in this story (laughs) pretty much he's smoking joints behind the arcade exactly I, i love him already the bad kid so pretty much You know, on
2: this spectrum, you've got your good kids, you've got your horrible kids, and in the middle is like someone who, he may not be saved like the good kids. Yeah, we'll call him Johnny. So Johnny isn't saved like the good kids. He hasn't accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, into his heart. But he's not as bad as like the bad kids. He's just a normal kid. So it goes through, and of course, halfway through it, the rapture happens, and the rapture happens, and then all of a sudden— In he, the house? In the house. like okay. It's like he's come back, and then everyone's so excited, and little Johnny's, you know, oh, well, what's going on? All of a sudden, you know, Deborah and Timmy, who were saved, they're gone. They've, they've been accepted into heaven. They're gone. And it usually ends with, like, Johnny walking through, and it's just him by himself. And Johnny's going, Deborah, Jimmy? Like, where are you?
3: Where are you going? It's kind of a sad ending.
2: And then it comes in to focus just on you and be like, this could be you. If you don't accept Jesus Christ as your savior, (laughs) you're going to be left behind. It's like a timeshare. Yes.
1: It is. Oh, my God, it's a Uh, Jesus timeshare. Oh, my fucking God. But you can't say
0: that right now. We're talking about the hell house. Lucky, well, you went through this before. I've done know? this multiple times. Me too. What? Easily. Two I got three. tricked
3: into it once. What? I, yeah. All
1: three yeah. of you guys have done this because
0: yes. it's this big Southern thing, and they make you think that like it's gonna be this great haunted house that you're so used to, and you go in and you get like just chastised. Oh my I mean, god! I
2: I even think one year I went, and we went to multiple one, and the first haunted house we went to was kind of no different than what we just went to at B-South, sure. or in that same vein. And then the next one you went to, and I can tell you exactly where it is. If you're from Nashville, it's the building that's a, a, across from Bri- Bradley Parkway from where Opryland is. Now, that's not the building anymore, but that, that is the one we Jesus went to. Jesus complex? Yes. Yes. Two,
0: yes. Two Rivers Baptist Church, Six, six Flags, flags Over Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Six Flags Over Jesus. There you go. I thought
1: go. that was in Louisville, Kentucky. They're just,
0: everywhere. They're it's everywhere. every city. Yeah.
2: But you would go, and it was the same thing, and then after it was over, you'd all get back on the van, and of course... Before you drove off, the youth minister would be like, "So, what did you guys think about that?" And of course, I don't know why they were always looking at me like Charlie. What did you think about that? And I'm like, "Can we go home? Like, are we going to another hundred house? Are we going to McDonald's before we go home? Like, what are we doing? You're like, I, going to hell, exactly." I would just have been
1: like, can I get what was the guy's name? The main guy? What was Johnny? Johnny. Can I get Johnny's number? Like that dude. Seems Johnny cool. seems lonely, man. He I want se- to party with Johnny. He seems ready to chill. I went, I went to one out in Mount
0: Juliet one time and literally hell, the w- way they depicted hell or how you were going to hell is if you were smoking a joint in an arcade and they like brought in arcade games and like put up black lights and stuff and i was like dude that's kind of where like they I were mean, like alright it's time to move to the next room and i was like i kind of want to stay in this room
1: are are you serious you're saying that's wrong <laughs> like let's your whole basement is that you are the <laughs> devil fucking <laughs> well what we want to we want to
0: thank you guys for listening to us ramble about haunted houses during a pandemic. What we yeah. hope is that you find the courage and confidence to go to a haunted house. We obviously somewhat think it's safe. Yeah. Um, but maybe our actually... wives don't, but, uh, we want to, uh, extend our, you know, serious thanks to fact checker, Charlie and Brandon for coming on the podcast and for coming with us to the beast house this week. I mean, it's not easy to hang out with us.
1: Hey yeah, um, do you guys have anything you want to like promote or um, tell people to go to and look at? Whoa, know, we're, we're like a low-rated podcast, so there's probably not many people. But uh, yeah, what's the CBD thing? Can I do that?
0: Oh yeah, that's uh, two tours CBD. It's two tours dot com forward slash rising Nashville. You actually get a special offer, ten percent off, free shipping. We get money. Wait 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 wait. We're in. Did you fucking sneak it in again?
1: Did you sneak in the fucking commercial again? Who
0: doesn't need CBT,
3: Brandon? I, I didn't hear it at the beginning, so I thought, you know, it must, you know, we need to
0: talk about it. Absolutely. If you could use a little relaxation after going to a haunted house like Beast House, Charlie peed himself tonight. I mean, <laughs>
2: I, I, a little drop came out. Let's not just allegedly. go. Allegedly. Yeah,
0: allegedly. <laughs> but maybe that wouldn't have happened if you took a little two tour CBD. you you could not be more right Bucky. Absolutely. So Prevents we want preventing in your pants everyone. It does. We want everyone to go to twotours.com forward slash raising Nashville order some CBD. you'll get 10% off free shipping and we actually benefit from that as well. So twotours.com we came home together we grow together. We want to thank everybody for listening this week. We had a blast going out to a haunted house for you and, you know, kind of doing some recon uh, during this time that we're living in. We want to thank Brandon and Charlie for coming on the podcast, going with us.
1: Yeah. Um, Did you guys have anything you want to, like, promote or anything? Um, You want to promote your... You got a good Twitter? You got a... Somebody else's get Twitter yeah, is good. Don't,
2: don't follow me on the on you the socials. Social I, don't, I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. I will say if I could promote one thing. If anybody's out there listening, if you could just go to your local liquor store and just spend a bunch of money, that'd just be great. That'd just be great for everyone
0: involved. God knows just, we've all done that during this pandemic. Just, just yeah. get
3: kind of soused. There you, know? you go. Alcohol. Don't, don't be a lush, but get kind of soused. And the one thing that I wanted to promote was... I got a new single coming out. It's The Old Lords, and it's on Spotify, so check that out. What is that? How uh, do you say that? The old, O-L Ol apostrophe, Lords. Um, The other thing is I would like to promote Madtown, which is Madison, Tennessee. So that's really the one thing that I would say. Alright,
1: get out of here with that shit. We've been promoting that shit forever. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> All
3: right. The other thing I like to promote is C B D, man. I love C B D. Two tours I'm, dot com. You know, I use it every day. It's great.
1: Thank Put you. it in your coffee, it'll make your lips. <laughs> I if you, you can get it at D's if anybody is still listening right now I just want them to know that it's very late and we have been drinking this entire podcast so let's fucking sign this shit off
0: so wherever you're at as always feel free to take <laughs> a <laughs> yeah fuck it <laughs> when the
1: creak and the
0: tombstones quake the tombstone and wake. happy haunts
1: materialize and begin to vocalize grim ghosts come out to, to socialize. socialize now don't flow Eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook They sit by your side Shrouded in A dark disguise They pretend To terrorize when we come out To, to socialize,
2: socialize.
0: The moon climbs high o'er the dead oak tree.
1: Spooks right for the midnight free Creepy creeps with eerie eyes. Sharks to shriek and harmonize. Grim-griming don't stop to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell. Weird ghost dream where spirits dwell. Restless bones lies. Rise and spooks of every size. <laughs> when the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Spooks give out for swinging wakes